you were talking about what you overheard in D.C. That makes me think of um, the grocery store. Last week's trip, last week's Wednesday, you know, the Wednesday trip to the grocery store. Right. I had gone later in the day. Uh, I think I don't remember. I don't remember why something came up in the morning. I don't. I don't know. But I went later than I normally go, and so there were a lot of there were a lot more people there than normal. So I'm going down the cleaning product aisle to get to to get to the milk in the back. That's what it was. I come across this group of I couldn't I couldn't tell what it was. It was a group of three people. I think it was a husband and a wife and then some other dude. Like, I don't know, the butler or something. I don't know who. Definitely the man and the woman were talking to each other like husband and wife. Because the, the husband, who I interpret as the husband, was saying to his wife, I, I'm walking by and I hear him say, I love seventh generation. It is my very favorite product. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and so I hear that and I'm like, that's awesome. And I'm smiling, fighting laughter as I'm walking by. And then it is um, my favorite product. His wife, I can't remember what his wife says, something like asks him another question about it or says something in response. And then I hear as I'm they're behind me now, but I overhear Lavender's amazing. Get three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, and he like he like raised his voice a little bit. Get three. He was like really excited about it. Is time to it is time to splurge on lavender. Now is the season. <laughs> now we need to lavender. get some lavender right now. But I just, I love, I love, this guy's the best. I love this guy. It is my very oh, favorite product. It is, it is my very favorite. <laughs> like, of all things all. that are, are sold in, on earth by anyone in the world. Seventh generation. Seventh generation lavender soap or detergent or whatever they were looking at. Oh, man. That's awesome. I just, this is my favorite guy. I have a new favorite person now. He, that guy's pretty awesome. He needs to have a show. <laughs> he needs to have a show where he just talks about his favorite things. He just makes remarks. That's the show. Um, but yeah, other, okay, so it sounds like DC was was a, a good trip then. A lot of gin, a lot of gin. Really, is that what you're drinking these days? What did they have to drink there? They had something called an, an Old Bennett, which was, it was basically gin and bitters and lemon, little squeeze of lemon and lemon rind and something else. Okay. But it was mainly gin and bitters. It was quite tasty. I don't know too much about gin. There's a pretty amazing... Um, a uh, place up here in Boston called Drink. Basically, what you do is you walk up and <laughs> to the you point. say, uh, yeah. And it's actually, it's interesting. Um, it's a place that you buy cleaning equipment for your house. It has nothing to do with with beverages. It's actually a terrible name for a place that sells bleach. Okay, so it's completely off the point. Yeah, that's horrible. No, <laughs> no okay. It's, it's, called, it's, it's, a, it's a bar. Okay. Um, it's like, this is a crazy um, place. It's called Drink and they right. sell they sell Furbies. It's really weird. It's like a Furby store called Drink. <laughs> Where am I getting anyway, Furbies you, out of the clear blue sky? I don't you, know. Yeah, that's the first time I've heard of Furbies in like yeah. in like ten years. It's a Beanie Baby and slash Furby slash Tamagotchi store. It's crazy. Was that what that was? Tamagotcho? Tama- a Digimon? Digigacho? Whatever. Anyway, go ahead. I tried to buy a Digimon recently, and you can't buy them for less than ninety bucks on eBay. I used to love them so much. That was it. Was the, that's the same? It's like a little. It's a keychain game, right? It's that's yeah, what but that, you I'm, used you used to be able to battle. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't. I guess I don't know too much about that. So it was like the Tamagotchi thing. It was a monster, and you you hatched it from an egg. You could hatch like one of three types of monsters, right? And based on how you treated it and what you did, and you could train for fights, it would turn into like three more iterations. And then if you were really good, it was really rare you could go into like a third evolution of it. Okay, so it was like an American Pokemon. No, I mean, it was Japanese. Uh, I be- no, I believe it was Japanese, actually. Oh, okay. The cool thing about it was you raised... It was just like Tamagotchi's, though. They pooped and all that crap, and you had to clean it. And 
that you could train to fight. I didn't remember. And on I the, never had one. I just didn't remember. I didn't know they took shits. They would poop on screen. But anyway, they had these two little sensors on top, these little metal connectors. And you would connect it to another Digimon. I see. And you could fight. You okay. could fight the Digimon. Okay. And it was amazing. <laughs> well, okay. So this place called Drink. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it's a bar, and you go in, and it's got like old-timey bartenders. It's, it's a really cool place. It's in like a, a brick cellar of this building. It's really cool. And, they, and the bartender comes and says, like, what type of alcohol do you like? And you'll go, oh, I like gin, or I like mezcal, or I like vodka. Or that. And I'll go, okay, do you like uh, sweet? Do you like spicy, citrusy? And you go, oh, I, you know, I like it. I like a spicy drink. Right. And then they'll go, okay. And then they'll leave for like five minutes. And they'll come <laughs> back with these with these crazy drinks. They know like every drink that has ever been created. Yeah. And they, they come back with just a, an amazing beverage. A lot of times I'll go there and, and say something I don't even really know. Like I'll, I, I don't really know much about mezcal. It's basically like tequila. Tequila is a subset of mezcal. I never even Mezcal heard. is oh, okay. basically like a larger umbrella of what tequila is. So I went in and I was like, you know what? I'd like a mezcal drink. And they said, okay, do you want it spicy? And I was like, spicy mezcal drink. They came back with this drink that had a, a Tabasco in it. And it was like mezcal and honey and Tabasco. It was like this crazy mix of stuff. And it was one of the best things I've ever consumed. I think it was mezcal, sugar, bitters, and Tabasco. I believe you. It just sounds disgusting. Oh, no. It sounds awful. But it was It, it, was it sounds like something good. you put in starships to make them go in space. But it... Well... It made this starship go in space. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking, so you know how sometimes, you know how in the past we've talked about how, how can we explain this? Um, people who use phrases incorrectly. Oh, yes. Well, so I have, I've got one for you. Ooh, okay. And so, and we might have to explore this a little bit because I don't actually even know what the phrase means. But I mean, I've heard okay. it before, but I'm, I'm absolutely certain it was not used correctly in this case. It was one of I was talking to a coworker and I don't I don't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about like I, I, I don't know, I said something like, Well, we're gonna have to move this into next week, we don't have time for it and he said, I mean we can. It's like uh, it's like shit on a shingle, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> now that's not What? A, I, I, yeah, like I don't think that's what that I don't think that makes any sense at all. I don't think that's how you use shit on a shingle. I've never even heard of that, but I love it. Yeah, I, okay, so you haven't heard of it. Well, I was because I was going to ask. I don't. I've heard shit on a shingle before. I'm, I'm going to look that up. I'm looking that up immediately. <laughs> but I don't know what it means because uh, because I think that could be in in the. <laughs> so I typed in shit on a shingle, and the very first thing that popped up was chipped beef. Uh, so is it evidently shit on a shingle is a type of food. No, it's it's okay. So it's a nickname. It's a, for a, it's food. a nickname for uh, a beef on cracker type recipe that they used to serve in the military. Oh, okay. So that has nothing to do with like timeliness no. or <laughs> no? That person, that person had absolutely no <laughs> okay. idea what they were saying. All right, so I knew I knew it was a little crazy, but I didn't know how crazy it was. Can I tell you a glorious exchange I saw on uh, on Facebook today? All right. I rarely post anymore on Facebook. What I use it now is just a way to see into the lives of the depraved people of our of our world to peer into Um, them if you will exactly to to peer into them and i saw an amazing exchange someone posted and in these um uh joe you know david's old vietnamese roommate right yeah yeah (laughs) he's an old man (laughs) 
his old his seventy seven year old Vietnamese roommate. He wasn't. It's not an older man. He was old in his roommate status. Um, I prefer that he was like an eighty five year old man. Joe posted this thing. It said, and it was called. Uh, it was a picture or whatever, and it said all of the aircraft carriers in the world. And it had. It was basically. I didn't know this, but there were only like thirty aircraft carriers total in the entire world. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. And America has like 22 of them, okay. right? Okay. Like America's kicking ass in the aircraft carrier game. Spend, spend, spend. Like, for example, like China has one. Russia has one, like total aircraft carriers. That, that's crazy. I figured there were like hundreds. Right. I did too. Evidently, so I looked this up later. Evidently, there are tons of battleships and other stuff. But like a typical, you know, they call them carrier groups. Yeah. Those usually have one carrier. And then they're surrounded by battleships and submarines and whatnot, I guess, right? I guess that makes sense. So, like, France has one. Brazil has one. China has one. Uh, India has one. Russia has one. Spain has two. Go Spain. Um, and we have, I think, 22. So, <laughs> uh, All right, a little overkill. That's fine. So this is a, this is a – I just want to preface this. These aren't – people aren't being racist. These are a bunch of Vietnamese people who are speaking. Okay. Uh, Joe posted this. And someone responded, Vietnam is too gangsta to have one. <laughs> because right. Vietnam is not listed on there, which I yeah. like that. Vietnam is too gangsta to have an yeah. aircraft carrier. They're too dope. And then someone responded, Vietnam is made of bamboo shoots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. And I just, that's the extent of the conversation. I just. It's kind of like almost like an avant-garde conversation. It's like a right. There's like a weird just, poetry thing going on there. Yeah, there was no real continuity. Like, no, it, it's just, <laughs> it just went from it went from aircraft carriers to Vietnam to bamboo. Wow. It's like that's I pretty, really appreciate that's that. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> bamboo shoots. All right, I gotta I, I, let's get real for a minute. Sometimes we get real on Podsiden. Oh my god, it's get real time. And this is just me not being in touch with what's going on. I was in Best Buy recently, and I saw a couple of things. But one thing I saw <laughs> – they have a couple of things in Best Buy. It's pretty cool. I think they have four. Four total things. <laughs> I saw exactly four things. And I saw that Pink has a new CD out. Right. So what is this thing where modern female pop stars – are also necessarily like porn stars on their album covers. Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't really figure that out. Oh, yeah. I mean, is that like... Which, which especially, it's kind of interesting, especially with Pink, because I read an article actually about, and it was titled, uh, Pink and Taylor Swift's View of Love. And it was like a satirical article based on their songs. Pink bills herself as like real-world relationship songs they're all you know they're all about like screw you you did this they're like not bubblegummy they're well i i'm i'm speaking as her publicist That's, here yeah I, right I like i don't like pink she bills herself as this okay and so but in the same i saw the cover of her album on the same article and it's like yeah it's like how can you how can you say like try to be anything real world when that's the image you display. I don't know. I, I agree completely. Because I'm trying to analyze it, and I'm trying to think what the what is the goal of doing that. 
if you want anybody to take you seriously as like a talent or a performer or an artist or or whatever I don't think that's the point I, I get no I mean right and then but if that's not the point if you put even if you put that aside isn't the audience of this music predominantly like like female children like young girls yes in which case why do they care about your boobs I don't get it. I don't get this whole thing, this whole image. Sex sells, and even if it's not, like, the opposite sex. But it's, like, 10-year-old like, girls don't... Well, I don't think it's 10-year-old. Is it not? It's, it's like, middle school, high school age girls, typically, I would imagine. I, I, is it that old? But, but, I, I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, but you gotta think, like, that's the time when, like, girls are, are like, try. Tr- I, I, this is gonna sound weird, trying out sexuality. You know what I mean? Well, guys, too. You, you, you know what I mean, right? It's, like... That's when you, yeah, 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 first realize that boobs exist. Well, no, right. As when the, it's when the hormones are turning on for everybody. But right, and so you see this woman, and she's dressed really sexily, and she's singing these these power songs. Okay, but it's not yeah, even it's not sexy. It's like she's dressed like a hooker. Like right. okay, I mean it's sexy, sure, but it's like it's she is dressed like a hooker. It's not like she looks sexy. It's she's just trying to show a lot of skin and right. be that's, scandalous. That's what I mean. Thing. She's showing a lot of skin. Right. But that I mean, man, that's gonna that's gonna appeal to that demographic, you know? I mean it's just it just I get I mean it's it, weird, it's, but it's weird, yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Mad- I'm I'm trying to think back and I guess Madonna was kind of the archetype for that. Like yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So bef- that like it's a di- see it's a difference it's a difference between someone like I, I point to okay. I look at someone like Britney Spears. Let's use let's use Britney Spears as an example. Britney Spears sold her sexuality. Like that was what she sold because her voice was good, not great. But like you look at her music videos, that was back in the music video day. And she was popular because she was incredibly attractive and she danced with a snake. Madonna, I would say Madonna on the other hand, and I would say someone like Pink is most likely trying to exude a Madonna-esque type situation. I th- and it's Britney, and it's Spears, like, Britney Spears is not. I think they all are kind of doing that same thing. But see, I don't. I think there's a difference. I think Madonna. So I actually uh, like Madonna. Not. I mean, her music is fine. I actually like. <laughs> she's the way, fairly. She's fairly fine. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, whatever. I, I don't have her on my iTunes, but I, if she if a song pops up, I'll enjoy it. Papa, um, don't preach. I'm into I mean, the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> That was that was pretty awful. Just two dudes uh, doing their Madonna impression. What? Somewhere Madonna just like started crying. She died. I feel like somewhere Madonna just like started weeping. I'm I just I'm following the Madonna Twitter. She just died. Oh my god, that's terrible. I don't know how your Twitter would be updated immediately when you die, but that's I guess that's how it works nowadays. I would assume. Yeah. I think with with Madonna, I think she her in her heyday, she was doing what I, what I feel like Pink wants to do, and that is use sexuality as like a power thing. You know what I mean? Like not as I think Britney Spears played up the innocent, sexy. Mm, She's like, like the demure, like exactly. Yeah, I think Madonna clearly dressed in incredibly scantily clad outfits, right? Right, and she's like rolling all over the stage, right? I mean, it's a whole thing. Exactly, but um, I don't think she was doing it as like a "come sex me up" type. You know, you, am I making sense? I, I think mean, you're making sense, like, but I don't know if I buy it. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know. Really. I don't know if the difference is that big that it it, it, it it's M, it's MTV right it started with oh, yeah. more visual exposure of the performer was met with like you know they all need to be sexy now right because 
you didn't have stuff like that in the seventies. You had like you know, you had like Carol King and Joni Mitchell and like I don't know. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> What I wouldn't do to Joni Mitchell. Okay, well, that's that's fine. I think we've reached the end of that subject. Um, Strike a pose. Strike <laughs> a pose. Uh, well, all I have to say is... Yeah. Let your body move to the music. Okay. Vogue. Yeah. Vogue. <laughs> How about another thing in Best Buy that I saw? You know, it's it's coming up on Halloween, and they've got a little space of Halloween-related DVDs. And they have some of those – what I was looking at was an eight-movie pack. You know, it was one of those like $5 for eight movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or whatever, ten. I don't know. But it was a multi-pack by um, a distributor called Full Moon Features. And the kind of the centerpiece movie – you know, it has eight movies. But the centerpiece, the one that made the cover, was a movie called Evil Bong with Tommy Chong. And – Yes. Yeah. So that's – the best. And oh my God. I went on Full Moon Feature. I went on the website. The on- I assume you bought it, right? I didn't buy. I regret not buying it. But Talk about the mail you'd get then. Oh, my. Yeah. No kidding. Oh, my Evil God. Evil Bong with Tommy Chong. I don't know. Would I rather get mail from Evil Bong with Tommy Chong or would I rather get, like, crazy schoolgirl being chased by robot anime? I think I'd probably rather get Evil Bong with Tommy Chong. Oh, yeah. In, in a second. Yeah. So I went on Full Moon Feature's website. And they have an online store where you can buy some other movies. And let me just give you the names of some of these movies. They have Seed People. They have Ooh. Craw the Sea Monster. That's K-R-A-A okay. exclamation point, the sea monster. Oh. They have Killjoy Goes to Hell. Uh, the Ginger Dead Man. Clever. Yeah. Clever. Yeah. Doll Graveyard. Evil Clergyman. Okay. Mandroid. Uh, the Ginger Dead Man 2, The Passion of the Crust, Dreamaniac, Decadent Evil. Ooh, I like that you one. You like Decadent Evil? Galactic. I do like that one. <laughs> Galactic Gigolo. So, you know, now a couple of these might be getting into away from the Halloween and into the more of the, you know, erotica. I think maybe you could classify Galactic them. Galactic Gigolo. Galactic Gigolo. Murder Cycle. <laughs> Chandra the Jungle Girl. Timegate, Tales of the Saddle Tramps. Okay. Ginger Dead Man 3, Saturday Night Cleaver. Oh my god, this Ginger Man franchise is just phenomenal. And my personal favorite was Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, I want to buy it. This is the best best distributor. Oh man. I love this. Full Moon Features. I'm going to have to be like a – I wonder if they have like a membership. Could I get to be like a Full I just, Moon f- – I just looked up full moon, full moon Features and this caught my eye. Okay. It's called Femalian. <laughs> Beyond Beyond Human Desire. Yeah, that was one of the ones that didn't make my cut but there, yeah. There's a, there's a quick note before the synopsis. Uh, please note, this DVD is from the Surrender Cinema slash Pleasure box set. <laughs> okay. The DVD will come in a basic black Amore case. Yeah. No rap art currently exists. Ooh. So, uh, quite secretive. So no woman would see uh, the busty woman on the on the front of Familia. Very discreet. <laughs> and this is the this is the uh, uh, synopsis. In the pursuit of perfection, an alien civilization has evolved to become beings of pure light energy, unbound by the limitations of the mortal body. But they have lost something very precious along the way: the ability to experience physical pleasure. Okay. They have sent a representative to Earth to record human sensory experiences for Planet's archives. 
to be accessed by all its inhabitants. Taking the form of the perfect human female, Kara uses her incredible powers to unlock the secrets of sensuality so long forgotten on her world. <laughs> Those lucky enough to be chosen for her study are about to discover a higher plane of pleasure oh. when they are touched by the familian. <laughs> so. Okay, wait a minute. That was there was a lot going on in that synopsis. They they're going down to earth to record sensory moments. What was the Yes, moments of sensory perception. So they're going down to tape people fucking. Yes, they're going down to create amateur porn films. So it's it's like a meta, it's kind of like a a porn about a porn. Yes, it is. It's like a sophisticated porn. It looks incredibly sophisticated. Femalian. So. All right. Okay. Femalian. So. so check it out. Full Moon Features. They got a lot of stuff on Full Moon Features. It is jam-packed with goods. Yeah. I will say. They've got, they got posters. I've been on, a, I've been on a, a bit of a horror movie kick as of late. Okay. Uh, on Netflix. Got the, got the Evil Dead coming next. Okay. The Evil um, Dead. I've never seen that. And then I've got the, the Vanishing. I remember you recommended that movie to me. Now, hold on. Surhus or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, but you need to make sure you get the Dutch, the one. European yeah. version. Yeah. Yep, got it. Not the Kiefer version. The one. I'm I'm feeling like this is definitely Dutch. The actors are Bernard Pierce Donadieu <laughs> and Jean Bervotes. I think you're probably right about that. No, that's the one to get. Yeah, I think you'll like that. It's good. Good. Yeah, The Vanishing is good. I watched The Thing the other day. Oh, the original? I had never seen it. Well, I, that's a good question. I it's the 19, the 82 one. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's the original. Okay, well, I think it might have been loosely based on a like a kind of a dopey fifties sci-fi movie, but really, yeah, I'm not. It was unclear, but this is. But it was the John Carpenter. John Carpenter's right? the thing for sure. Okay. Um, okay. I had never watched it before, but it came up in some interviews regarding Cabin in the Woods, and uh, the thing is pretty freaking good. It's awesome, right? It was a good movie. Oh yeah, no, I love the thing. I first of all, I think it was it was probably the goriest movie i've ever seen really oh man the monster makeup effects were so good oh yeah they were so good and they were disgusting but it was awesome oh yeah and it's terrifying and it was desperate and it was like it was just really good like and they'd never make a movie like that now i mean i realized they did make the thing now and it was probably horrible it was awful god just i don't that's why i don't i don't understand i don't understand how these movies get such are, are so poorly made when if you're going to make a remake, you have such great source material. You know what I mean? Well, you, you go in, I guess you go in with the assumption is that everybody has seen the original. People will go see it purely because they've heard of it before. I guess. Because the, the whatever risk you're taking by introducing any new idea will net you less money than if you just reuse something that people have already heard of. Even if it wasn't any well, good to begin with. Honestly, if they just remade it with, with special effects, I feel like they just make the movies worse. I feel like it's not even as lazy as they're not doing anything. I feel like they change things, and the acting is shitty. And it's like Right, well, they, I think they change things because people will sort of be aware that it's exactly the same movie if they make it exactly the same movie. Yeah. And then they'll say it's bad because it's, they've already seen it. But if they tweak just a little bit of it and inevitably make it worse somehow, then I think they're going to try to, like... They're going to try to pull a fast one on someone who's watching and be like, well, you know, it's, at least it's different. It's bad, but it's different, so someone might mistake it for being good. Yeah. It's really strange. That's super weird. But yeah, so I'm on, I'm on, my Netflix queue is very strange. I'm looking through it right now. 
There's one that I really wanted to watch, and it's about fantasy football. Or about fantasy sports. It's called Silly Little Game. And it's about these guys that started what they called the Rotisserie Baseball League. And it was literally a fantasy baseball-like league. Okay. And it spawned, I mean, it spawned what is... You know, it's, I think I think they said it's a four billion dollar industry or something like that. Oh, just the idea of fantasy sports. Okay, right. Which to me, it's crazy because it's gotten to the point where there's a lot of stuff in the news about like if a player gets injured, he gets death threats. You know, there's been a lot in the news about the spillover between fantasy football and like the real world. So yeah, you know? let me ask you about that. As it as somebody who ha- really has no idea, I mean, I know basically I know that it exists, but I don't know anything about fantasy football. I feel like I'm hearing a lot about it these days, like much. It's it's getting super popular. But just like the last couple of years, right? Like the last few yeah. years, is that because? Well, I would say I would say the last ten years, it's been every year getting more and more. Okay. Popular. Well, I feel like the, just I mean, the last. I mean, it's been popular for a while, but I feel like I'm hearing a lot about it. Yeah. And I never and I never was before. Is it because is it because now it's everyone's on a social network of and and we can all, it, everything can be instant now. Is that why? It's so popular now. I think I think it may miss that's maybe it. So I read an article by Matthew Barry. He's like really a well-known guy in fantasy football, and it was basically in the in in the framework of this player did really poorly and he got death threats. And he tweeted, "If you started me, you're shitty fantasy football managers." Well, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, which I thought was hilarious. I thought it was awesome. I mean, you know. But it was basically like there. I mean, this is this is for the past few years. This has been pretty common. A guy goes out with a hamstring injury, and all of a sudden, because everyone's on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff, he gets people. He gets death threats. Right. Or this one guy was talking about how um, he was at a restaurant, and some guy walked up and like in the restaurant, you know, like he gets a lot of people that come up and say, "Hey, you're my favorite player," or whatever. He had this guy come up and get pissed at him because he drafted him in the first round and he hasn't been doing very well. <laughs> and this and this NFL player is like. What? Yeah, right. Like what? What are you? T- I'm huh? not earning you points on your tiny computer screen, you <sighs> fucking idiot! Like I'm a pawn in your game. It's just kind of fascinating where these guys are playing a game for a living, but it still is their living. And then you're playing a game based off of their game. <laughs> you know. That's why I'm surprised that it has kind of caught on so much. I mean, I love fantasy football. I play it. Okay, you're into all that. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, into it as much as someone who. I mean, I, I'm. I'm definitely. A casual. What's the name of your team? Do you have a team? You know how people name their teams. People come up with dopey names for their teams. Right. Do you have a dopey name? <laughs> I do. All right. What is uh, it? Tell me. My, it's it's leagues of pass, and I have a picture of uh, Walt Whitman. <laughs> ay ay Off of leaves of grass. You realize that nobody else playing fantasy football gets that joke. Oh, I know. <laughs> You're the only of the crossover between Walt Whitman and fantasy football. There are three <laughs> people on the earth, and you're one of them. Yes. No, I understand. For example, this is the league I play on. Another, another guy's team name is Fucking Worst Team Ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. All right, how's that team doing, then? Is it, is it true to its name? He's awful. Oh. No, he's doing poorly. Okay. <laughs> like, he named his team that because he's, he's, doing, he's doing pretty poorly. <laughs> I see. But anyway, I mean, I like my team name. Whatever. <laughs> Let's see here. I got some. I got some holidays. You want to talk about some holidays? Let's talk about some holidays. This is a holi- the the second half of the latter half, if you will, of October. Just some okay. holidays. Um, October sixteenth was Day of Pope John Paul II in Poland. Well, I celebrated. Uh, I celebrate. I, I celebrate privately though. Well, the so. reason I wrote it down is because I wanted to remember to tell you that it made me think of in a. It was in a like a. I think it was a Barnes and Noble a couple of months ago. I saw a person 
in a Pope John Paul II t-shirt. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but I never I immediately s- want to buy that shirt. It was like a, I want to buy a Pope it was a, a, a black, Pope John Paul II shirt. It was the craziest t-shirt. It was a black t-shirt and it was you could tell from far away. Like I didn't I didn't get all up on this person looking at their t-shirt. You could tell from far away that it was you know, I, I don't know I don't know what you want to call it. It was like the famous picture of him kind of raising his hand. Oh yeah. In his, you know, Pope outfit. Um mm-hmm. but it was printed on a t shirt on a black t shirt. And it was big. It was like all across the person's body. I, I definitely need I'm gonna find one, I'm gonna give it to you for Christmas. A Pope John Paul the Second t shirt. Oh God, please do. That's glorious. October eighteenth is necktie day in Croatia. No way. <laughs> yeah. I know you're wondering about those Croatian holidays, but necktie day. Well, I just enjoy neckties. Oh, do you? You have a you have a fondness for them? I do. I mean I I don't wear them very frequently, but I love them. How about the fact that I have kept the necktie that I wore to your wedding two years ago tied since then? That's amazing. And I've worn it on several occasions because I can't really tie a tie, but I did it once and so I've just kept it that way. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. I think it's pretty smart. Uh October 21st is International Day of the Nacho. I, that blew me away, that there's an International Day of the Nacho? October what? 21st, International Day of the Nacho. Oh, my God. How about that? I love it. I, I love it, too. What a glorious thing to commemorate with a day. Yeah, it's pretty great. Nachos. October 23rd is Mole Day. Uh, it's it's chemistry. It's like, you know, the, the unit... You know, nerd alert. Oh, mole. You know, yeah, mole day. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. Mole day mm-hmm. to the 23rd. <laughs> that was good. That was some good improv we just did. <laughs> some good <laughs> some good voices. You, I mean, it was, it was pretty perfect. Yeah. Uh, says the guy who got correspondence from writestuff.com. Hey. October every 20. Man, every man has his stuff, oh, right? Yeah. Well, I had some stuff that day. Mine is, mine is nachos. Yours is is hentai october october 28th is fuck i forgot i'd written this down october 28th is international animation day because <laughs> <laughs> i wrote these down and, last week and scene oh fuck <laughs> well i that's awesome that should be the end of the show whatever everybody when we awkwardly end the show in a few minutes pretend that was the end of the show <laughs> well um, I, i'd like to i'd like to add just one really small thing um that i found just quickly are, are you done with the holidays well, i had one more but you can go ahead oh no 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 okay well, what's the last one uh, october 30th i just want to make sure i got to this is something called mischief night have you ever heard of that Oh, my God. That sounds remarkable. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mischief Night is somehow in connection with International Animation Day. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's some mischief happening there. Oh, my God. It's a U.S. thing, and I apparently it's a thing that happens in Michigan. Hmm. But it has an offshoot called Cabbage Night in Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Cabbage Night. Cabbage in, Night. In Vermont. I, I feel like the cabbage is the least mischievous of all the vegetables. <laughs> Of all the vegetables, yeah, to be to have a correspondence with mischief. I think you're probably right about that. Um, what was your thing? So, so two things. First, I looked up necktie, and on Wikipedia, it has like the origins of the necktie, the different knots. But then at the bottom, there's a whole section called opposition to and problems with neckties, <laughs> and then the subset is anti necktie sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's hear it. There's just this like this 
God damn it, I hate neckties. Fucking neckties. <laughs> God, those neckties better go back to where they came from. I just like it's called Taking all of our jobs. Necktie sentiment. In the 70s, an example of anti necktie sentiment is found in Iran, whose theocratic rulers have denounced the accessory as a decadent symbol of European oppression. Okay. Since the 70s, uh, I'll paraphrase, they refer to Americans as neckties. <laughs> okay. Like that's it's just an, their. National slur. It's interesting. Yeah. But anyway, okay. So that, that was something I found a while back. But okay. I looked up Mischief Night on Wikipedia. Yeah. And evidently, it's like a serious. Like shit, like serious shit goes down. Yes, I was reading some. There's some some crazy stuff going down. Like arson and yeah, and like like. But did you read about Angels Night? Right, which is the night before Halloween right. night in response to Mischief Night. Right. No, I just like the first line in Detroit, Michigan, which was particularly hard hit by Devil's Night arson and vandalism throughout the 1980s. Many citizens take it upon themselves to patrol the streets to deter, to deter arsonists. I, I, yeah. What a ridiculous, this is a That's massive subset of holidays that I've never so heard of. So weird. That causes, like, serious damage. You'd think I would have heard of it. It's U.S., you know, but. Yeah. I am really upset that I haven't heard number one of Mischief Night and number two of Nacho Day. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to celebrate privately my Nacho Day. What are you going to do? You're going to wear a necktie. You're going to throw. I'm wearing a gonna... necktie and only a necktie. You're gonna <laughs> no. You're gonna wear a necktie and your Pope John Paul II T-shirt. Right. You're going to mischievously hurl nachos at people. I'm gonna That's eat basically... nachos, and then I'm going to hurl the unbelievably hot queso at people and cause <laughs> mischief and terror. Cause like lots of arson with the hot queso. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This queso is setting houses on fire. It's melting steel. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a great little holiday rundown. I kind of went. I kind of went through a period where there were some lousy holidays. I didn't have much to talk about, but those were some. Those are some rich holidays. Oh, rich! So anyway, podsiden one dot dot com. Podsiden one at gmail dot com. One thing, uh, get at me through those places. One thing that I need to ask people is if you are having trouble seeing the description of the show on your mobile device, contact me and tell me. And if anybody has any idea of how to fix this. I've been getting a couple of reports of people just getting null for the description. And the description is important. You know, it tells who's on the episode and what the music is and so forth. So I want people to see that. And so if anyone knows what's going on there, uh, get at me somehow. Okay. And um, I, I'd, like to add, I'd like to add, if you, if you want to reach me, uh, I have, <laughs> okay. you can reach me at my, <clears throat> at my work email, um, yeah. unguardedvagina at yahoo.com. <laughs> Um, or, okay. or if that, uh, I, I only check that. I check it pretty frequently. I check mostly uh, my home email, which is twelve uh, inch penis at oh. hotmail dot com. So the Gmail ads that I get when I email you on the side of the screen are really obscene. We need to have a different conversation about that. It's really getting out of hand. The sort of things that are advertised on the on the right hand column. Oh yeah. Even when I just try to contact you about anything. Oh no, it's awful. Yeah. So that's that. Let's go through some news briefs really quick. I have a few news items. Uh-oh. Some things, some things are happening in the world. Some crazy things are going down in the world that I think people need to be aware of. Bring it on. Lay it on me. A 70-year-old Oregon farmer went to feed his animals. Um, his family went looking for him when he didn't return for a few hours and found on the ground of his hog enclosure his dentures. Oh, my God. The hogs, which weighed about 700 pounds each, had completely eaten the farmer. 
Oh, my God. A family friend who answered the phone at the house reportedly said, what a way. That was what they said? That's what they said. That's oh, what my they're talking God. About. I know. Eaten by hogs. What a way to go would be the, the continuation of that thought. But he, <laughs> I guess he abbreviated it. Part of, I, I, part of me likes the fact that just the dentures were left. You know, the hogs are like, this, this is what happened. Whatever, 70 years old. He lived a long, full life and then just happened to be eaten by his pigs. No big deal. Well, and he also died in a pretty epic way. So, I mean, I feel like that's fine. Is that epic being eaten by your hogs? Uh, being that... eaten by a bunch of 700-pound hogs? Yes. That's a huge fucking hog. That's an enormous hog. Yeah, that's a hog that's like a half a ton. Like, that's crazy. It's like a mastodon hog. Let's see. Out of Kalispell, Montana, a man dressed in, ca- in a camouflage ghillie, you know, a ghillie suit. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Oh, yeah, ghillie suits. A ghillie suit uh, was attempting to impersonate Bigfoot, and he was killed after being struck by two drivers in quick succession. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, a 15-year-old girl and a 17-year-old girl. <laughs> oh, my Lord. How about your traumatic driving experience when you're just learning how to drive? First off, you think I almost hit Bigfoot. Then it turns out you just hit a weirdo man. <laughs> Who was hit by two drivers in quick succession. He got hit, and then he, it didn't stop him. Oh, my God. Friends say he has tried this before. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, buddy. <laughs> oh, what an idiot. At the Sierra Blanca, Sierra Blanca border checkpoint in Texas, rapper Nelly was stopped and arrested after a search of his bus yielded 36 bags of heroin, a loaded forty-five. And a duffel bag containing over 10 pounds of marijuana. Jesus Christ. Pounds. That's like a garbage bag full of marijuana. My God. I mean, right? Like, that's, that's a lot of marijuana. That's a lot. Already 36 bags of heroin is, that's some fucking for sure intent to distribute. But a duffel bag? I mean, man, that was, that was a hell of a trip to Mexico. That was about to be a party. That was it's going to be a crazy night or series of nights. I don't know how long it takes you to go through 36 <laughs> bags of heroin. So I just, um, typed in, I just typed in Nelly really fast into Google, and an article came up about this. And the final line is, a publicist for Nelly did not immediately respond to a message-seeking comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> they were I, a little I, caught I off guard. Like that. A publicist did not immediately respond. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I would have rather than immediately responded. All right, we yeah. have a, we we have a response to the duffel bag full of heroin. This is our duffel bag of heroin contingency or marijuana, whatever. They had all the drugs. This is our contingency <laughs> plan for when Nelly has all the drugs in the world. 